748 on the Crosstalk on WYZM. I don't want to spend all of our time looking at results from Super Tuesday, but we got to at least nod at yesterday's big Democrat uh, uh, races across the country. Our guest from Americans for Limited Government, Rick Manning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I am well. The rumors of Joe Biden's death uh, greatly exaggerated. He's back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more surprised than anybody, truthfully. He's a, uh, um, I did not anticipate that uh, somehow that the Democrats would be able to uh, take a candidate who was dead in the water for uh, much of the pre-voting season. Um, and with over a million and a half votes already cast in California, um, he would be, they would be able to get him up into the high 20s. Um, with Bernie Sanders only getting 33 while dominating the early vote. Yeah, it wow. doesn't make, I will tell you, it, from a math perspective, it doesn't make much sense. But, you know, in, at least in California, where I'm familiar with voting, um, they have, you know, they have ballot harvesting, which means they can collect as many ballots as they need to to get the results they want. But here's the deal it's going to be very interesting. Bernie Sanders clearly has the entire Democratic establishment lined up against him, and he has about 30 to 35 percent of the vote. Um, and when that occurs, and you know, 35 percent is not more than not more than 50 percent. So it's going to be a real fight between the far left in the Democratic Party and the merely left in the Democratic Party over uh, over the nomination. And Joe Biden, just so listeners know, um, today they're, the Senate is starting the Burisma investigations. has nothing to do with the Super Tuesday primary because they scheduled them before when they thought that Joe Biden was effectively out of the race. Uh, our texter, it's interesting. Rudy, I was exactly waiting for an opportunity to ask our guest that question. Uh, Rick, uh, Rudy sent me a text. Can you ask your guest if he thinks Biden's surge is a Democratic machine pushing him uh, to, to win over the hearts and minds of people as they truly want uh, Bernie Sanders? Is the, mach- is the Democratic the Demo- machine pushing Democrats, Biden? I think the surge behind Biden is... Very simply, um, Bernie Sanders was a guarantee massive down ballot loss that they can't afford, um, and they did not want to be swept in 45 out of 50 states and lose uh, redistricting opportunities for a decade. Uh, Joe Biden, when that kind of is able to get the machine, the Democratic machine at the local level, to be able to do their normal thing, um, and will shield the candidates, the down ballot candidates, from having to say if they support Bernie Sanders or not. So that's why why the the Democratic establishment is rallied around Biden. Um, what remains to be seen is whether Biden will know what stays in a given time, but right. that's a different story. Well, and the investigations into uh, uh, Biden, his son, uh, members of his family, that will play uh, way down the calendar uh, if it turns out to be uh, a true. That's a, it's kind of a wait-and-see thing. Uh, do you think that uh, Joe Biden, if he gets the nomination, does he have a, a decent chance against President Trump in November? I think Joe Biden has a huge problem, and Bernie supporters aren't going to support him, oh. um, and they're going to have. So he, so the challenge that Democrats have is they truly are split. 
They have they have the Bernie Sanders supporters, which is twenty five to thirty three percent of their of their voters, and they have the regular Democrats. The regular Democrats are going to support are going to support Biden or some alternative that comes out of the convention, and the, but the Bernie Sanders supporters are highly unlikely to be able to support the uh, the Democrat or Biden. Uh, heck, AOC herself said. I can't. Only in this country would she and Bur- and uh, Joe Biden be in the same political party. Yeah. Wow. So it'll be interesting to see how Democrats uh, uh, split up votes. If Joe Biden wins, uh, he's going to have a problem with Bernie Sanders uh, voters, and if uh, Bernie Sanders wins, he's going to have a problem with uh, the DNC. Uh, and uh, that whole Correct. wing of the party. It's all right. Let's focus. Uh, let's let's turn our attention to the other guy, uh, President Trump. His uh, and and the coronavirus. His restrictions on uh, travel to China to try and slow the coronavirus uh, got raised eyebrows until some health officials said that's a good idea. South Korea and Italy could be next. Also a good idea. Absolutely, it's a. With the coronavirus, the idea is to is to contain it as much as possible. You're not going to there's no perfect containment, but the fewer the fewer people who have the coronavirus um, in the United States, the slower it's going to spread. And with flus, anyway, if this is a typical flu um, that just seems to be more that's more deadly but typical in its makeup. Flus tend to die in warmer weather. So the more containment now, the less flus early, and the more likely we get to warmer weather where flu is less virulent and less likely to keep, less likely to be spread. Because this is a flu, contact flu, it's, it gets on something, you touch a doorknob, it gets on your hand, you stick your hand in your mouth, next thing you know, you've got, you've got the virus in you. So wash your hands. You know, don't and be prudent. That's the that's the yeah. answer. But yes, he should he should restrict travel. But also, I, I think the critical piece is people need to realize that the federal government has a plan in place, and they've got each agency. And these are career bureaucrats who are doing this, who are making recommendations upstream about different things that should be done based on their expertise. And so that's what Mike Pence is overseeing. And I think those recommendations are are going to be coming out. I think the president. Uh, uh, will likely be following the emergency management re- regular recommendations that come from the career bureaucracy. Well, and it's interesting. And it's been developed over a dozen years. It's interesting that the vice president got so much heat from Democrats, uh, and they uh, they voiced some incredibly ignorant complaints about having a politician who's not even a doctor who doesn't know anything being uh, leading the fight against the coronavirus when it was pointed out in about three seconds that President Obama's Ebola czar was a lawyer not a doctor and had diddly squat knowledge of the Ebola virus. And yet uh, he was a wonderful addition to the Obama team. This uh, vice president is a horrible addition, according to uh, Democrats. Well, they missed the point because this is an interagency, intergovernmental coordination, and you need the highest ranking official you can have doing that, doing that sure. coordination. And uh, bringing in a guy in a lab coat doesn't make any sense. And bringing in a lawyer from the outside doesn't bring any sense. The vice president, every single person in the chain of command has to report to him. And the vice president, when he calls Ger- the chancellor of Germany, chancellor of Germany picks up the phone. Right. So if you were trying to do an international coordination and, along with our intergovernmental coordination, there's no better person to be at the head than the vice president because he has that he has the ability to cause people to have to 
do what they're told. Right. He has the power to get people to uh, listen. Uh, yeah. Dr. Smith calls the chancellor of uh, Germany or someone in Italy. The phone goes unanswered. I get it. It makes oh, they're, sense they're to talking, me. They're talking to a person to a, in a lab coat, which doesn't do you any good. Right. And the, uh, the Pence team is all lab coats. He's the politician at the top of the pile that will get things done that are recommended to him by his, uh, his team of experts in dealing with coronavirus uh, and issues like this. Exactly correct. And, and as I said, so people understand this, I was on the emergency management team in, at the Department of Labor. So I know that 12 years ago, there was a plan for a coronavirus-like event. And that it makes it, so we know that that plan exists. We know that that plan is ready to be implemented, and they've practiced it. And at, at all agencies of government, that's true. So you need a government, a high-ranking elected government official to be able to coordinate that to make certain it, it functions as smoothly as possible because agencies of government don't cooperate with one another unless the White House is dictating it. Uh, interesting to me that uh, President Trump's <laughs> remain in Mexico policy, along with the uh, construction of the wall, which continues uh, regardless of what the media s- skips over, is credited with halting illegal immigration in many areas. Uh, that's according to those authorities who are in those areas, noticing that a substantially fewer uh, immigrants who are trying to get into this country illegally because of the president's policies. Yeah, isn't it amazing that the um, the left is now suing to end the policies that ended the kids in cages? Okay, that's what the left is doing. They're suing to try to put kids in cages on our side of the border in terms of trying to make certain they're separated from adults so they shouldn't be with and the like. So the left can't, they're not happy when there aren't kids in cages and they aren't happy when there are kids in cages. Bottom line is, um, the president's policies are working. The borders are more secure today than than they have been in in a dozen years. And most importantly, at a time when we have the coronavirus and we really try to restrict travel into our country, sort of makes makes sense to try to make certain that we have uh, control people coming in from the southern border as well as from overseas by aircraft. And that we don't have open borders, as some Democrat politicians think would be a wonderful addition to uh, U.S. policy. I just, it's beyond my belief that somebody who would sit there and say, uh, we need to restrict, be concerned about the president not restricting travel soon enough, would say we should have open borders on our, on our southern on our southern border. The two things are so incongruous that not even, not even a Democratic politician can make them both work at the same time. Rick Manning, president of Americans for Limited Government, thank you for uh, your perspective on uh, yesterday's Super Tuesday and on President Trump's uh, current policies, uh, some of them that are absolutely working in this country, even though the media won't tell you about it because they don't want you to know.